Hello, it's me again. After quite a long time, I'm down at a favourite spot, glimmering water through leafy trees and sunshine. It's been a hard few weeks, hard couple of weeks especially, uh, caring for my dad who was very frail anyway, some stages of dementia, lack of mobility. He has a living carer who is an actual angel. Um, and then he had a fall two weeks ago and fractured his hip. The care he received, I have to say, although they've been heroes thus far with him, this didn't go well. <laughs> and we hit complete crisis for a few days at home. He was sent home when he really shouldn't have been. And we couldn't care for him pos- properly and uh, there was no help. Anyway, he is now at home and he's comfortable and we're doing the best that we can for him. And he's very fortunate compared to many people. And I wanted to just share some thoughts I've had this morning after I visited him. We've been aware for some time now, his carer and I, that he is what we refer to as letting go. It would be easy to say, well, yeah, he's got dementia, he just can't remember anything. It's not that. He is just engaging less and less with the world. And he's letting parts of himself go. This is a man who, fiercely intelligent, phenomenal memory, curious, inventive. Never going to be father of the year, got to be said. But, you know, a a powerful human. Also, I would say if he'd been born a few decades later, almost certainly would have received a, a neurodivergence diagnosis of some kind I would imagine on the autism spectrum somewhere yeah anyway that's who he is um he also hoards his house is big and spacious and very clean and tidy um and it's full of his stuff he has decades worth of magazines books cds cassettes videos floppy disks clothes cars lawnmowers toasters computers you name it He's got 40 or 50 of them. And suddenly, all this stuff, which has kind of defined him, this is who he has been in the world, it's all gone. It's not connected to him anymore. He doesn't even know it's there. If I refer to him having magazines upstairs and... Have I? You know, one of the cars on the driveway. Is there? There's none of it has any meaning to him. It's not connected to his himness <laughs> anymore. And it's beginning to happen with the relationships in his life. There weren't many of them but at this point. On a daily basis, there's his carer who lives with him, and there's me, and I see him daily. There's my brothers who drop in when they can, which isn't often. There's his doctor. There's a neighbour and there's a friend. When you get to 87, there's not a lot of people left around from your past. (laughs) But he has those people. And in the last week, because of the impact of a hospital stay and various things, um, his dementia is worsened, whether it's permanent or not, we don't know. But at this point, he doesn't know who I am. He doesn't know who anybody is, apart from his carer, because she reminds him constantly. And it's fascinating to see 
as all these things fall away, what is left of a human. He has all his senses. He sees, smells, feels, hears, tastes, senses on the energetic level. He has curiosity, intelligence, humour. He finds things delightful. He finds things unpleasant. That's pretty much it. And that is a lot. <laughs> but who he was, John Hanlon, who was in the world, is releasing everything and going back to his essence. And it strikes me that it would be a beautiful thing if we could all do this. Some people it stops in an instance through some tragic accident. For others, because the quite remarkable powers of the medical profession help us fight on to try and make a recovery and come back. And if it doesn't work, then that person passes on and it's done in a slightly different way. But when it's like this, bearing in mind that my father refuses any medication, <laughs> he has just got to this stage. And to see him moving forwards, it's as if I'm watching him return to who he was as a baby. And I don't say that because of stupid reasons. I say it because we come into this world with our senses, with our curiosity, our intelligence, the things we find delightful, amusing, distasteful. And that's it. And our first tether into the physical world is a caregiver for those poor little souls who don't have that. Yeah, they, they can develop serious attachment disorders. And it's not just emotional, relational attachment. It's attachment to the world, I think. So we have that proxy presence through a caregiver and gradually we build we build ourselves with our own stories and memories and experiences all these things feel like it's just we stick them onto our energetic selves and create this exoskeleton that is us the person and that changes throughout our lives we purposefully remove some and rebuild we drop some along the way some of them are too heavy to carry after a while you know I'm not going to milk this any further but at my dad's stage in life with his privilege to be in this position it's just falling away and eventually at some point in the probably not too distant future it will all be gone and he will just move on back to the great consciousness I wonder if he'll come back I wonder if that's a choice <laughs> but it is remarkable and beautiful and I feel greatly privileged in witnessing it and I wish that everybody could have that to be safe and loved and cared for and treasured as we release our attachment to this world. Wouldn't that be wonderful? And then it makes me think, if that's who we are, our personalities are a construct, 
And that's not a new idea, I appreciate. Why don't we play with that more? I had already, before all this happened and I got very distracted and moved into my father's world, I was thinking about my own future as I go through this second Saturn return. And you may think I'm obsessed with that, but, you know, go through it and then get back to me. I'm thinking about how I had decided to archive my life thus far. Up until this point, I seem to have been carrying it all around. Some tucked under an arm, bits in both hands, some hung round my neck, kind of, you know, most of it in a big, huge bag, and my car keys were always at the bottom. Ridiculous, really. Ridiculous. So I decided to... that I was going to pack it all up into a beautiful box, perhaps a series of beautiful boxes at this point, create a nice little altar-style place for it, and keep it there. You know, if I want to come back and have a look through the photos, the memories, for whatever reason, not necessarily positive ones, but I can come back and do that, but I don't need it with me every day. I don't need it weighing me down. I'm moving forward now. So this ties back in with this, and I'm thinking, ah, my exoskeleton. For some reason, what am I thinking of? There is some... Is it a shellfish? Is it a crab? Some kind of bottom dweller? I'm seeing something with kind of bits of grains of sand stuck on it and bits of broken shell. And maybe it's some kind of crab that's built itself a a shell and it's got barnacles on it and bits of all sorts and everything. Yeah, I feel a bit like that. I feel a bit like Saucepan Man in The Folk of the Faraway Tree. You know, I've got all these clanging things hanging off me all the time and just can't hear anything important because of the clanging saucepans. Um, Yeah, putting them down. Travelling light. (laughs) And, yeah, letting some of that exoskeleton go. The essence of us will always be the same. Those senses. There are way more than five, let's face it. The curiosity, the intelligence, the delight, the distaste for some things, the pure pleasure in others... That's kind of who we are. And that's what I'm thinking at the moment as I am honoured enough to watch this transition unfold in front of me. I don't think it's going to be purely peaceful and wonderful, not for one minute, but for the most part it is. And I want to take something from that as a gift from my father to me as I look, look forward to this third stage of life now which I know when he was my age, he really struggled. He went through a bit of a dark night of the soul. And I intend not to do that. I intend to start now. So maybe it's worth thinking about the bits that you're carrying around that really we think we should, we think we have to, they, we think it's us. Oh, that's just me. I've always been like that. Oh, well, I'm a Taurus. You know, I'm a classic at this. I'm a Taurus, so I'm like this. Or I'm a, I'm a projector in human design, so I'm like this. Oh, I'm an INFG. Uh, G? <laughs> I've just invented one. <laughs> I'm an INFJ as well. What does the G stand for? Gobbledygook, probably. I'm a four with a five wing. You know, all this stuff. I'm just carrying it round. Oh, you know, I had a, a messy childhood that gave me emotional wounds. Yes, I did. Let's put that in the box. And I don't mean to compartmentalise completely, shut it away, that's not healthy. 
But it's not healthy to carry it around all the time either. You don't need to. We create who we are. We pull this physical and energetic exoskeleton together to create a personality and a person. And it's not written in stone. It's just not that heavy. Anyway, those are my thoughts as we head into this weekend's full moon. I think it's going to be an eventful one on all sorts of fronts for me. (laughs) I hope you're all keeping well. I'm grateful for you listening. Always. It's so nice. Every now and then, a couple of times a week, I get somebody just message me and say, I'm listening to one of your podcasts. It's great. I still don't really understand why. (laughs) but I'm so glad that you do. And I'm so glad that we kind of connect this way. I'm struggling a bit with Instagram, especially with these now all the reels are showing up in the feed and everything suggested posts and ads and blah, blah, blah. I don't just don't, it's just, just noise. But there's still something about it I love and it's so easy. It's such an easy way to connect, isn't it? I'm still writing. I've got a couple of posts almost ready to go up on Substack, which I will link to from Instagram. Or you can subscribe to my Substack, which is at the wild edges substack.com and it will come to your email inbox i got the feeling there's something going to happen soon isn't there there's going to be a new social media platform that we can all go to and go oh now this is nice oh look at this nice and minimalist nice and clean nice and simple everybody's here and we can start again that would be nice Uh, maybe we're carrying too much of instagram with us as well maybe we can let that one go anyway i shan't keep you any the longer I will be back soon. Maybe. Look after yourselves. Drop me a line if you feel like it. Okay. Bye-bye.